0: all right ladies and gentlemen you are tuned in to his Hardline. thank you for joining us where every day we have something going on whether it's one percent with him a his Hardline discussion or perhaps a Brandenburg block hour don't forget to check out the website www.hishardline.com you can also find us on podbean but we are here six out of the seven days a week You're just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts, to tell you how to assemble your nation, how to get your nation back, how to restore the republic, how to take accountability for your own life, and to finally be free. You know, the problem is, is that there's just too many people out there that just want to complain. They don't want to be part of the solution. They just want to whine and whine and whine and blah, blah, blah. You know, they just want to cry, cry, cry. But you know what, I tell those people, why don't you get off to the sidelines, grab your little juice box, go sit down, suck your thumb, and watch the real men and women get after it. Because if all you're going to do is complain, then what, then what good are you? Be part of the solution. Don't sit there and cry about it. Don't sit there and contribute to the problem. Or, you know, say you got the solution. Why don't you be part of it? Get involved with your assembly. But first, why don't you get involved with God? Because that's where it starts. you got to get involved with God. you got to get involved with Jesus Christ. Invite Him in your heart, because we can't turn this nation around unless we all point to God. God has to be centered at everything we do. I don't think many people realize just how important that little detail is. God has to be centered at the heart of everything. I mean, if we have any chance of turning this country around, that's the way it has to be. And remember what it says in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be firm and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Heartline, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the ones that are the host. They are the ones in the captain's chair. That means they are at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here at His Line. You are joined with another episode of 1% with Him with a reading of Isaiah chapter 21, verses 1 through 17. So welcome, glad to have you all here. It is Monday, November 28th, the year 2022. And I tell you, it's been quite the weekend. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving holiday weekend and everybody was able to return home safe and sound. And um, hopefully not too much family drama occurred at the dinner table. Ours was actually pretty fine, I must say. Uh, Had a little bit of a... A little flare up at the end, but nothing too major, more more like boys being boys, my nephews. So um, I don't want to embarrass the family, so I'm just going to leave those details out. But uh, again, you know, boys will be boys kind of thing. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so anyway, glad to have you all here. Happy Monday. So a lot has been taking place. I'm not going to go over too many details because there's just too much to cover. Not enough time. Um, Donna Brandenburg went to Lansing today to the board of canvassers. There was a uh, a meeting that was going on there. Uh, Her and um, Karamo, they, um, they were going there to fight the unlawful doings of the election. And of course... They basically stated in lesser words, and I'm just, this is my interpretation. This is my, um, this isn't a quote, so just FYI, but this is my synopsis of what they basically said. And not too much, not so much to, you know, to, 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 to Brandenburg or Caramo, but basically to the American people in Michigan saying, well, you know, sucks to be you. We're still moving forward and we are certifying it. We are certifying these elections. Now I'm here to announce and tell you that Donna, for one, I, I can't you know speak on Caramo, um, but uh, Donna is certainly still not conceding. No matter what the board of canvassers are doing, no matter what they claim, she's still not conceding. She still has a lot of fight in her in this battle. She also has a court case that is still at play. That was put in back in September. So there's still some things that are happening. The sad thing is there's still quite a few people in Michigan that are not quite pissed off enough. You know, they're not, they're not, I don't, I don't want to say they're not awake enough, but I don't think they are, as Dave on X-22 says it, I don't think they've been, you know, that the people of Michigan have reached their precipice, if you will. I want to read something before we get into the, you know, the reading. Let me pull this up. I wasn't really, like I said, you guys know how I roll. I usually don't type a whole lot of notes um, because there's so much information that comes on the fly. It's just, it's, it's so impossible to do a show with notes because there's so many things that end up um, sometimes even being more important, but this is basically what, Donna said in her, uh, telegram. So M live, which is a news outlet in Michigan. They of course, you know, called her an ex candidate now, uh, of Michigan, which she is not by the way. So this is what she writes. Okay. Because this is a very, this is very important. And there's a reason why I'm reading this. I usually don't typically read a lot of posts, but if it has some weight to it, and and some you know there's some relevance behind it there then i'm gonna read it now this is what donna writes on her telegram and i want everybody to take this particular post and i want you to go spread this far and wide because this is very important this is not just important for michigan this is important for americans in general and this is what she writes well the fake news media speaking in their native tongue of lies is not reporting accurately as usual One, as a current 2022 candidate for governor of Michigan who has not conceded to traitors engaged in stealing our elections, I am not an ex candidate. I am a current non conceding candidate who will not concede until all wrongs committed upon the American people are made right. Number two, I was not disagreeing with election law. I pointed out that they, the state of Michigan, did not follow election law. Number three, the Board of Canvassers and their Marxist cohorts continued to call this a democracy it is not it is a constitutional republic a representative form of government and their job is to serve and represent americans which they failed to do number 4 they failed to run a free and fair election and myself and others had 1 to 3 minutes apiece to make a case to present evidence on their failure dereliction of duty to carry out an honest election number 5 not one county in the state, had certified their machines. The Board of Canvassers ducked responsibility by hanging the responsibility on the clerks in individual counties for the failure committed at the state level, creating a scapegoat out of the clerks for their own maladministration. Possible malfeasance. Number six. Then they alleged that no one brought forth evidence but evidence was given, including noncompliance with the law in which the MCL references were called out. Number seven, I also brought up Koenig and provable foreign interference in our election. The candidates and others were threatened by members of the board of canvassers, and in so many words called us liars, spreading misleading information. This was a Marxist kangaroo court. There was no hearing. It was a rubber stamp charade where the people of Michigan again suffered damage, and rights guaranteed by the Constitution was ignored. The board of canvassers voted to certify before public comment, before we the people could be heard. Our voices did not matter. They are running Michigan's They are running Michigan apart from the will of the people. Dereliction of duty. Sedition and treason. Guilty as hell. Time to call a people's grand jury. Now, when I'm going to tell you that this is probably going to be one of the more, probably most important podcasts lately that I've done. I'm not saying that lightly. Take this podcast. Share this far and wide. I am not even kidding. because. Here's the thing. With the people in assembly, starting with Michigan, followed by Alaska and then many other states. Okay. Oregon was the 15th state. And guess what? There is another state that is going to be worked on this week. And we're going to have a 16th state, but I can't talk about it until public notice is put out. We're going to have a 16th state. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get our 38 states. Believe you me. Here's the thing, this is a construct of law that most people are unaware of, not a case citing. When I was talking about the contempt of the constitution the other day in, um, on tel- um, not Telegram, excuse me, on um, so many social media sites, on TikTok, I had somebody ask me, well, where's the case law regarding this contempt of the constitution? I said, dude, there is no case law. That's all part of de facto land. (laughs) We, the people have been providentially provided legal resource to address the criminal conduct of persons themselves entrusted to dispense justice. Now in the Supreme court case of the United States V. Williams, if you want to talk about such cases back in 1992, the late justice Antonin Scalia was writing for the majority. And he confirmed that the American grand jury is neither part of the judicial executive nor legislative branches of government, but instead belongs to the people. Let me repeat that. The American grand jury, that's the common law. Grand jury is neither part of the judicial executive nor legislative branches of government, but instead belongs to the people. It is, in effect, a fourth branch of government, governed and administered to, directly, by, and on behalf of the American people, and its authority emanates from the Bill of Rights. Thus, citizens have the unbridled right, I repeat, citizens have the unbridled right to impanel their own grand juries and present true bills of indictment to a court, which is then required to commence a criminal proceeding, our founding fathers presciently thereby created a buffer the people may rely upon for justice when public officials, including
1: judges, criminally violate the law.
0: Back to Donna's post. What was the last thing she said? Sedition and treason. Guilty as hell. Time to
1: call a people's grand jury. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen.
0: If you thought this fight was over.
1: You're painfully mistaken. If you thought.
0: That a certain group of people. Within the National Assembly. Within the military. That is behind the Operation Blue Book. Also known as the Restore America Plan. That has been in effect since the 50s. If you think a few people that are not part of the assembly or the military but are fighting to restore this republic in tandem and in parallel with these other groups and other white hats, if you think that these people and these different subsets of you know groups here, if you think that these people, we the people, collectively are going to stop what we're doing because of a couple of quote unquote defeats, which let me make myself clear. They're not defeats because here's the sad thing for these people. They already know that we've won. They already know, because guess what? Public notice was put out by we, the people in the Michigan General General Assembly, they already know who we are and what's happening.
1: They know their ass is grass. Why do you think that you
0: don't hear about anything in the news about Donna Brandenburg? Why do you think you don't hear anything about election fraud or elections you know, not being certified or being certified in the news? All of that cr- crud has been kept quiet, but boy, oh boy, you sure hear a lot about Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs and Arizona, and you hear everything about Arizona, 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 Arizona. Arizona. Make no mistake, Michigan is the state not to be screwed with. There is so much going on in the background you don't even realize. I'm sure there are some details about things going on in the background that even I don't even realize. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know it all because I don't. You realize I'm still learning like you guys. I'm just doing my best to dig in a little further because I want to understand this as much as I possibly can, so I could put this forth out to all of you. We have another state that somebody from Michigan is going to go down and help them, you know, get assembled. And by the way, if you're going to assemble your state, remember you need a minimum of 30 people. Do not waste these, bo- you know, these, these these gentlemen's time that are taking out of their, you know, they're taking time out of their life, out of their weekend. Their resources, their money to come to you to help you assemble your state and put out your public notice. Do not waste these gentlemen's time. You know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say the states until we actually have an official public notice put out in the paper. Then we can talk about it openly. Do not waste these men's time. It'll piss them off. And quite frankly, it'll piss me off too. I apologize if I sound a little bit of abrasive today, but today has been a very frustrating day because I, you know, I've been, and again, without getting into too many details, I mean, all I have to say is just some people's kids, okay, just some people's children, my God, it amazes me the amount of agape love that Jesus Christ had for fellow, you know, fellow men and women, you know, the, the humanity to want to actually Suffer what he suffered through and die on that cross for all of us. I I tell you what, that's a love I think only he will be able to understand and not nobody else, to be quite honest with you, really. Because when I see what I see with people, and I'm not saying people are bad. What I'm saying is it makes it really hard to defend certain people. I'll just say that because there's so much willful ignorance. And yes, I get it. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. There are some things I, you know, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. There's just some things that you just are unaware of. I get that. However, when, when I'm trying to present information to people and yet I get people that say, well, well, I'm, I'm still not, you know, really too sure about this assembly stuff or, you know, I don't know, you know, it just sounds like, you know, you're, you're full of crap. Okay. Well, I don't know how much other, you know, any other way to show you and provide you with validation. I mean, all the information is at national-assembly.net and michigandujure.org and alaska-dejure.org. All the documentation and and validation is all right there. You just have to go do your own homework and start doing a little digging like I did. Is it going to take, you know, are you going to figure it all out in a matter of a few hours and one, you know, on a weekend? No, you kidding me? There is so much information to sort through. It'll take you probably three lifetimes. There's so much information. Let's listen real quick before we get into the reading. Now this was Ken Bayer. A lot of you don't know who he is. I don't know who he is, but he was speaking truth to power at, at the meeting here regarding the election. This is here in Michigan.
2: To give birth to destiny. And what I just watched today was you all giving it the American dream and abortion. Yeah. The goal was not to steal our elections, I get that. The goal is to destroy the credibility of our elections. There you go. Congratulations, it's working. 80% of everybody in America don't believe in this process. Is that the result you're looking for? What is amazing is that a serial lawbreaker was permitted to administer her own election. You gave the Secretary of State candidate permission to write her own rules, so she could legally change the election laws to give her team an advantage. Do you really think that this election wasn't rigged? <laughs> and that it wasn't set up for ballot harvesting? Do you really believe that? Do you honestly believe that there should not be an inspection of her work? She administered it, she was running for election. Somebody needs to look into it. Do you understand why this doesn't look good? I repeat. The goal was not to steal the election. The goal was to discredit it. He did a great job. Good
0: one. Yeah, the goal was not to steal it, but to discredit it. Because we've got to remember, 2020 was still never fixed. Now, this was also something I thought was very interesting. Now, this was a Venezuelan native who lives in Arizona, who's a lawful citizen of this nation. She was speaking... I believe, I don't know if it was the board of you know uh, canvassers in her state or where, what, what, what meeting this was, but a very large meeting where a lot of people and residents of Arizona came to speak on what they saw.
3: This is an honor that I can speak because I come from a communist country and I don't want this to become communist country. My family in Venezuela lost everything and it was Dominion machine somehow, interesting. First of all, I would like to ask you, Uh, Board of Supervisors. Please help me understand how can Cathy Hobbs, current Secretary of State, be allowed to run for the election when she never accused herself? Anybody? How is she allowed to run for a governor when she never accused herself as a Secretary of State? Can somebody answer this, please? I'm questioning why is nobody talking about us over the media. I'm nobody, like, I'm just like mother trying to save my family because my kids were taken from me when they were little because I fought for them medical freedom because I, I don't go there, okay? But I want to tell you this, guys. Um, I feel this like a joke, but please, Arizona, I love Arizona, I love all of you. I love you, Steven, I voted for you, okay? This is not about hate, uh, uh, love and hate. You know what, love is to say no to wrongdoing you know and and Please try to understand those people, how upset they are. My family was murdered in the middle of the day because they refused to join the communists and they plotted on them, murders and, and evil that is unimaginable. I have friends from Iraq, I can, don't wanna tell you what they've seen happening at their doors. It's coming here, people, in your family too. Please, can we make any sense? We lo- we have God, we have America. Look, this flag there, you know what that flag means? We can exercise our freedom. That That's all that matters to me. We have, the biggest district is 10,000 people. We can divide it in 2,000 people and have voting done in one day, one person on paper because most votes were oppressed, were conservative votes because we love to vote on election day because you know what? Did you guys realize that our vote is the most sacred legal document? Our vote is a legal document. You cannot mess with it. Please try to understand. I have so much to tell you. Thank
0: you very much for your... (sighs) Wow. She had her family murdered in broad daylight because they wouldn't join the Communist Party in Venezuela. She had her children taken away. She fled communism. She came to this nation, this woman, God bless her boy. Would I love to have her on this show to talk about what she knows and what she has experienced. You know what? I'm going to put it out there. If anybody who's from Cuba or Venezuela or Korea, North Korea or China or wherever Iraq ukraine you want to speak honestly about your experiences with communism you're welcomed here people from foreign nations know more about the history the true history of this nation than freaking people in their own country here that pisses me off that you have native americans that don't even know a lick of true history. When you have people from other parts of the world that know more history about our nation than people that were born here. What the heck does that tell you? What does that tell you? This woman who came from a communist country called Venezuela, again, her family murdered because they wouldn't join the Communist Party, knows more about our nation's history than some scholars that come out of the indoctrination
1: campuses called colleges. Folks, we're not
0: just at the 11th hour. We're at the uh, last five minutes. If you don't get your crap together and start taking... Matters in your own hands. Well, Jason, what do you mean by that? Are you talking about a revolution? No, what I'm talking about is assembling. You know, there is some bonehead on Donna Brandenburg's uh, chat in telegram saying oh we need to have a civil war you know he didn't say civil war uh, let me recount let me rephrase basically what he was saying is oh it we're get we're going to be needing to do a bloody revolution here because you know our forefathers they they knew what was coming in that this was going to have to happen you know these people are not going to lie down with peace and blah 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 blah, blah, blah basically he's one of these brass polishing boneheads Honestly, just trying to freaking spark up BS, saying, oh, we need to get out there with our guns. Second Amendment's the only way that we're going to
1: fix this. Hoorah! I had a back and forth with this guy
0: on Telegram, and I said, you know, dude, there's a reason why the Second Amendment is a Second Amendment. It came number two to what? The First Amendment. I said, do you understand what the First Amendment is all about? To assemble and and, and to, to, you know, to address, you know, to address your, your grievances, to redress your grievances. That's, that doesn't mean you have a right just to protest. Sure. If you want to protest, go ahead and protest. It doesn't mean you're going to get very far with it. All you're doing is making noise. The first amendment, man, I, the power of the pen. Why do you think they say the pen is mightier than the sword? But this guy claims, "Oh no, we, we, we're going to need the Second Amendment." Blah 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 blah. We need our guns, and, and you know he's just he's just acting like an idiot. And he keeps trying to tell me, "Oh, well, you have no idea. I've lived this way too long." I said, "Buddy, you need to calm down. Take a Xanax or something. I don't know. Go out and get a few drinks. Chill out." I said, "But man, you—it's people like you who are brass polishing boneheads who are just ready." To rage out. I mean, you can even tell by the guy's screen name, Irate Pirate. I said, Irate Pirate. I said, boy, I said, are you really even a patriot? I said, because as last I checked, the Pirates were in D.C. Sounds like you're a provocateur, in my opinion. And me and another assembly member, we were kind of pretty much giving him a good tongue lashing and kind of schooling him. Be like, dude. Violence is not what we're going to be calling for here. I don't know what the heck you're on, but violence is not how we win this country back. If this nation ever felt a violent, civil, bloody war, we're done. We're done as a nation. We're done. There's a reason why the assembly, the national assembly, follows the exact footsteps of our founding fathers. Sure, was there war back then? Yeah. Did it get bloody? And people lose their friends and family members? Yeah. Sadly. Do we have an ugly checkered past? Yeah. I can't imagine any nation around the world that's had a perfect past but we're in people there's only one perfect individual that walked this earth his name is jesus christ and yes i promise we're going to get into the reading but i god's laying this on my heart today to talk about this especially after what donna went through today with the board of canvassers and in, in, in Mich- you know in lansing and seeing what's going on out there in arizona folks that lady you just heard from Arizona, from Venezuela. Think about that for a second. She lost her family because they wouldn't join the communist party. If we don't assemble and get our self-governing status back and return full power back to the people, de jure government, a, a representative republic, if we don't get that back, she's right. We will have communism grow a stronger stronghold in this nation. If we don't get our shit together, yes, I know I said an S word on what should be a Bible readings show, but I'm not saying this lightly, ladies and gentlemen, share this podcast far and wide. this particular one, if nothing else, this is important. You should be mad as hell of what's taking place in your nation. Two elections now. Screwed, gone, stolen. And yes, I know I've said that this has been done for a reason, but I'm also going to tell you right now, there's only one solution. Assemble your state, get 30 people together, get 30 to 40 or more people together. Paul from Michigan is going down to a state this weekend. I'm not going to tell you what state, but he's going to be, to my knowledge, he's going to be going to help a state assemble. There are many states working on their assemblies. As we speak, we will get our 38. Hell, we're going to get our 50. This doesn't get fixed with another. This doesn't get fixed in 2024 with, oh, who's going to run for president in 2024? Is it going to be Ron DeSantis? That discussion shouldn't even be happening. That discussion should not even be happening. All right. I had three more sound clips from residents in Arizona, but I think I've kind of gone on long enough. Let's get into the reading of Isaiah chapter 21, verses one through 17. But let me end on this one little note here first. Assembling your state is very important. I cannot state that enough. And again, you want to know more information about it. And you want to, if you, you're listening to this podcast and you want to know more about your state, email me at jmjdirect at protonmail.com. JMJdirect at com. I also would urge you to go to national-assembly.net, go to the forums, and start learning there. There's uh, at the top of the forums, I believe it's the second um, forum entry. When you click in the forums, it says new start here or something to that effect. Start getting involved. The only way we fix this and get our nation back is, well, like General Michael Flynn said, local action equals national impact. All right. I'm reading out of the New American Bible Revised Edition. Still, that's my favorite Bible uh, version that I go by. Some like the King James Version, some like the uh, Geneva Bible, some like NIV and NASB. Lately, I've been reading out of the NASB, but like I said, I will bounce back and forth from NASB to the New American Bible Revised Edition. So we're going to be talking about the fall of Babylon, starting with verse one. Oracle on the wastelands by the sea, like whirlwinds sweeping through Negev, it comes from the desert. From the fearful land, a harsh vision has been announced to me. The traitor betrays, the despoiler spoils. Go up, O Elam, besiege, O media. Put an end to all its groaning. Therefore my loins are filled with anguish. Pangs have seized me like those of a woman in labor. I am too bewildered to hear, too dismayed to look. My mind reels, shuddering assails me. The twilight I yearned for, he has turned into dread. Sorry about that. I just had something come about on my computer here. Hold on. That was crazy. All right. Verse five, continuing. They set the table, spread out the rugs. They eat, they drink. Rise up, O princes." oil the shield. For thus my lord said to me, go station a watchman, let him tell what he sees. If he sees a chariot, a pair of horses, someone riding a donkey, someone riding a camel, then let him pay heed, very close heed. Then the watchman cried, on the watchtower, my lord, I stand constantly by day, and I stay at my post. Through all the watches of the night, here he comes, a single chariot, a pair of horses. He calls out and says, Fallen! Fallen is Babylon. All the images of her gods are smashed to the ground. To you who have been threshed, beaten on my threshing floor, what I have heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have announced to you. Oracle of Duma, they call to me from Seir. Watchman, how much longer the night? Watchman, how much longer the night? The watchman replies, Morning has come and again night. If you will ask, ask. Come back again. Oracle in the steep. In the thicket in the steep, you will spend the night. Caravans of dedanites Meet the thirsty bring them water. Inhabitants of the land of Tima, greet the fugitives with bread. For they have fled from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the taut bow, from the thick of battle. For thus the Lord has said to me in another year, like the years of a hired laborer, all the glory of Kedar shall come to an end. Few of Kedar's stalwart archers shall remain. For the Lord, the God of Israel, has
1: spoken. Now, as we look
0: at the first 10 verses, verses 1 through 10, Babylon was a flat country, abundantly watered. The destruction of Babylon, so often prophesied by Isaiah, was typical of the destruction of the great foe of the New Testament church foretold, you know, that was foretold in the revelation. And to the poor oppressed captives, it would be welcome news. And to the proud oppressors, it would be grievous. Now let this check vain mirth and sensual pleasures that we know not in what heaviness the mirth may end. Now here is the alarm given to Babylon when forced by Cyrus. An ass and a camel seem to be the symbols of the Medes and the Persians. Now Babylon's idols shall be so far from protecting her that they shall be broken down. And true believers are the corn of God's flour, if you will. Hypocrites are but as chaff and straw, with which the wheat is now mixed, but from which it shall be separated. And the corn of God's flour must expect to be threshed by afflictions and persecutions. God's Israel of old was afflicted. Even then, God owns it and it still is His. In all the events concerning the church, past, present, and the future to come, we must look to God who has power to do pretty much anything for His church and grace to do anything that is for her good. Now, as we look at verses 11 through 12, God's prophets and ministers are as watchmen in the city in a time of peace. Now, to see that all is safe. As watchmen in the camp in a time of war, to warn of the motions of the enemy. And after a long sleep in sin and security, It is time to rise and to wake out of a sleep. Pretty much like what we're seeing here within our own nation. We have been in a long slumber. Dozed off in la-la land, living that American dream, right? Sleeping in sin and sleeping in security, which pretty much are shackles around our ankles and our wrists. Given the illusion that we're free. But it's time to wake up. It's time to rise up. It's time to get out of this slumber, the sleep. Ever wonder why they call it the American dream? Because you have to be asleep. We have a great deal of work to do. A long journey to go. Like I was telling you in the beginning of the show. With the assembly, we have a lot of work to go and do. It is time to be stirring up now. Stirring up our fellow brothers and sisters. We need to get more people involved. Now, after a long dark night, is there any hope of the day dawning? What tidings of the night? What happens tonight? We must never be secure, but many make curious inquiries of the watchmen. They would willingly have nice questions solved or difficult prophecies interpreted, but they do not seek into the state of their own souls about the way of salvation and the path of duty. The watchman answers by way of prophecy. There comes first a morning of light and peace and opportunity, but after comes a night of trouble and calamity. Now, if there be a morning of youth and health, There will come a night of sickness and old age, and if a morning of prosperity in the family, in the public, yet we must look for changes, it is our wisdom to improve the present morning in preparation for the night that is coming after it. Inquire, return, come. We are urged to do it quickly, for there is no time to trifle. And those that return and come to God will find that they have a great deal of work to do, but little time to do it in.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Sound familiar? As we look at the last few verses, 13 through 17, the Arabians lived in tents and they kept cattle. And a destroying army shall be brought upon them and make them an easy prey. Now we know not what straits we may be brought into before we die. But those may know the want of necessary food who now eat bread to the full. Now neither the skill of archers nor the courage of mighty men can protect from the judgments of God. That is poor glory which will thus quickly come to nothing. Let me restate that. Neither the skill of archers nor the courage of mighty men can protect from the judgments of God. That is poor glory, which will thus quickly come to nothing. Kind of almost sounds like that guy on that Telegram chat and Donna's chat page in, in Telegram there. Talking about how, well, we we need to go to, you know, this is pretty much a time where the only way we're going to defeat this evil is through the Second Amendment. Let's polish some brass. No, that's, no, it's not how that's going to work. It's not how that's going to work. Thus hath the Lord said to me, and no word of his shall fall to the ground. We may be sure. That the strength of Israel will not lie. Happy are those only whose riches and glory are out of the reach of invaders. All other prosperity will speedily pass away. So that's pretty much the Isaiah 21 Bible commentary. Something's telling me to replay that one lady again from Venezuela. I'm going to play that soundbite one more time because, again, people need to hear this. This is so important. People need to hear this.
3: This is an honor that I can speak because I come from a communist country, and I don't want this to become communist country. My-
0: Let me just point something out. She said it is an honor to speak, to voice her opinion in front of these Board of Supervisors, or whoever these de facto clowns are.
3: My family in Venezuela lost everything, and it was Dominion machine somehow. Interesting. First of all, I would like to ask you, uh, Board of Supervisors, please help me understand how can Kathy Hobbs, current Secretary of State, be allowed to run for the election when she never accused herself? Anybody? How is she allowed to run for a governor when she never accused herself as a secretary of state? Can somebody answer this, please? I, I'm questioning why is nobody talking about us over the media? I'm nobody, like, I'm just like mother trying to save my family because my kids were taken from me when they were little because I fought for the medical freedom because I, I don't go there, okay? But I want to tell you this, guys. Um, I feel this like a joke, but please, Arizona, I love Arizona. I love all of you. I love you, Stephen. I voted for you. Okay, this is not about hate, uh, uh, love and hate. You know what? Love is to say no to wrongdoing. You know, and and. Please try to understand those people, how upset they are. My family was murdered in the middle of the day because they refused to join the communists and they plot on them, murders and, and evil that is unimaginable. I have friends from Iraq, I can, don't wanna tell you what they've seen happening at their doors. It's coming here, people, in your family too. Please, can we make any sense? We lo- We have God, we have America. Look, this flag there, you know what that flag means? We can exercise our freedom. That's all that matters to me. We have, the biggest district is 10,000 people. We can divide it in 2,000 people and have voting done in one day, one person on paper because most votes were oppressed, were conservative votes because we love, to vote on election day because you know what? Did you guys realize that our vote is the most sacred legal document? Our vote is a legal document. You cannot mess with it. Please try to understand. I have so much to tell you. Thank
0: you very much for Yeah. This woman lost her family to communists. She knows the struggle. She knows the true evil that's at large here. Unfortunately, she's not aware of the fact that she's just wasting. I mean, I I don't want to say she's wasting her air and her time with these board of supervisors, but in a way she is. But at the end of the day, though, at least she's getting her words out there because words are important. And people that hear her words, I think her words being heard in general by other people is more important than her speaking to those clowns. I would love to have that woman on this show, or anybody for that matter, that had fled communism and has dealt with this evil. Tell us firsthand your account of of what communism really does. You should see what's happening in China right now. The people in China, the youth especially, they're not taking this crap anymore. I don't know what's going on over there, but there is some serious stuff going on. There's major, major uprisings and protests taking place over there. Again, I'm a little skeptical of some of the video footage that comes out on the Internet from China because, you know, the CCP, let's face it, they keep things pretty locked up, pretty tight when it comes to social media and Internet affairs. They don't just let anything slip out of the cyber walls of China. So I take caution in what I see in video, supposedly video that comes from overseas, because again, I'm not there. So I can't validate it firsthand in live, you know, color, if you will. Now, I'm not saying that it's all fake, but I I just, I like to take caution of what I believe. This is just me. At what point is it going to take till the people in this nation rise up in such a fashion like you see in brazil where we have the military come in and provide oversight so the will of the people can be heard truly heard do you want to be part of a peaceful and lawful movement That returns this Republic where it needs to be to restore this Republic under the restore America plan operation blue book, which was started and initiated by general Douglas MacArthur back in the fifties. Do you want to be a part of that? If you do get involved with your assembly. Don't know how to email me. JMJ direct at. Protonmail.com. Destry just put on the chat board. The point is where people are so personally affected that they are motivated to do something about it. At what point are you going to be personally affected? Where is your precipice of destruction? Where is your tipping point? Just because certain things haven't hit your backyard directly, don't
1: think it won't come, buddy. If you and I don't step up to the plate and do what's right, I'm going to tell you right now, these tyrants, they will have their way. And yeah, Destry also states, some people will only be affected when that boot is directly on their face. And at that point, it might be too late for you. Like I said, the late Justice
0: Antonin Scalia was writing for the majority during that one court case back in 1992, the United States versus Williams, and he confirmed that the American grand jury is neither part of the judicial, executive, nor legislative branches of government, but instead belongs to the people. That's your common law grand juries, ladies and gentlemen. It is, in effect, a fourth branch of government, governed and administered to directly by and on behalf of the American people and its authority emanates from the Bill of Rights. Thus, citizens have an unbridled right to impanel their own grand juries and present true bills of indictment to a court, which is then required to commence a criminal proceeding. Our Founding Fathers precedently thereby created a buffer the people may rely upon for justice when public officials, including judges, criminally violate the law. Again, what did Donna say at the last couple sentences of her post? Let me go back to it. Actually, I'll just read the last paragraph. The board of canvassers voted to certify before public comment, before We, the people, could be heard. Our voices didn't matter. They are running Michigan apart from the will of the people. Dereliction of duty, sedition, and treason guilty as hell. Time to call a people's grand jury. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now that's not said lightly. Let me also clarify something else here to anybody that's listening at the CIA, FBI, or whoever else, because I know you little scumbags there in DC are listening. I know you are. I see my analytics. I know you guys are listening in DC. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Jason. What's your name? You should come on. Maybe we can convert you to the good side of God and Jesus Christ. But let me be clear. We in the assembly Jason Jones, personally, we do not call for violence. We do not call for a bloody revolution. I mean, we do not call for a civil war. We call for a peaceful and lawful assembly of we the people to return to original jurisdiction. And let me reiterate, peacefully and lawfully, peacefully And lawfully, let me repeat myself one more time, peacefully and lawfully. You deep staters are in big, big trouble. There's a lot of good men and women out here. And you know you've lost. You will not win against God's people. You will not win against God. And when this glory and this victory is busted wide open out for the, all the world to see, when this is all finally said and done, buddy, I am going to be on this microphone pronouncing to the whole entire world, to whoever will listen, this was because of God. Glory, glory, glory be to God. Because
1: all glory is going to go to him. It's going to be a wonderful future,
0: ladies and gentlemen, but it's still going to get a little ugly before it gets better. Help us make it better. Assemble your county. Assemble your state. And keep that woman in your prayers who boldly spoke up about her account of what she fled from in in Venezuela. If anybody knows her or knows how to get in touch with her, have her email me, jmjdirect at protimemail.com. I would love to interview her, love to have her on the show, to share her story further beyond the two minutes that those board of supervisors only gave her. You see, one thing I've learned people have a voice, people have a story to tell. People want to be heard. and But most people don't know how to you know, start a podcast or they might know how to start a podcast, but they don't know how to always have some sort of content to discuss on a daily basis. Now for me, I like to talk a lot. So it's not that hard. I, I don't know. I, I guess call, I, I draw all my knowledge, I guess, from God. I don't, I don't know the Holy spirit. Cause like I said, I, I rarely operate on notes. The extent of my notes that I operate on is the Bible. That's basically about it and whatever commentary i find on you know on that particular chapter but people want to be heard people want their stories out there and i'm willing to have anybody who wants to tell their story here yeah sure i may not have a huge platform with thousands and thousands and thousands of people but you know what there's still a good amount of people that come here and listen and if you want your story put out there and it's compelling enough oh believe me the power of sharing a podcast goes far beyond the reaches of the subscribed listeners at this channel. That's the beautiful thing about the internet. If you have a beautiful, compelling story, who knows the reaches that that would, you know, that, that would hit. So let's pray. This is why I love the music that I picked. It kind of, Picks everything back up nice, you know, and ties it with a nicely wrapped bow at the end. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day. For another day of life, another day of good health, not just for myself, but for everybody in this community. Your families, for their kids and their grandkids and their parents. We thank you for companionship with our spouses thank you for the knowledge that you give us in your book. We pray that you continuously shine that light in our lives, help us guide, be guided the way that you need us to go. Let us learn the important lessons that we need to, to learn. And we pray for all anybody who has fled communism, who have fled countries that have killed their families. May they have solace and peace. Being in this nation, and may you help heal their heart and their wounds and their emotional, you know, trauma that they have went through. I can only imagine what that must be like. So I just pray for all those people who have lost way more than we have, and let us remember to always count our blessings. And we pray all of this in Your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. And before I say Amen, I also pray. And ask that you allow the Holy Spirit to move through people in the assembly to do what's right. I pray that the Holy Spirit moves in the body of Americans, the spirit of Americans, uh, the soul of Americans. That they want to do what's right and get involved with their assembly. I pray for all the future assembly of states that have not put out public notice yet. I pray that we get our 38 plus states here in very short order. And most importantly, we pray for different leaders like Donald Trump and Donna Brandenburg and and, and Karamo and, and just all the important players out there. We pray for their safety. We pray for this nation. And we just want to say thank you, God. We won't disappoint you. We're going to put you back at the center and at the heart of everything that this nation represents. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that's all I have for you today. And thank you for joining us here at His Line. I really appreciate all of you. And um, like I said, spread this podcast far and wide. If nothing else, this is a very important podcast. If somebody asks you, well, why are you sharing this with me? Just listen to it. It's very important because what's happening with our nation We need to fix it, and we have a way to fix it. Yeah, like Zero Michigan was saying, I also want to add that too. Yeah, we pray for the leaders with integrity. Yes. Yes, we do. So until then or the next time, we will be back here tomorrow for another episode of 1% with him. I got to reach out to my buddy Aaron. I want to see if he's going to be on the show tomorrow. He's with Line in the Sand. He's got that ministry here in Michigan that helps men uh, overcome their pornography addiction. So hopefully he'll have time to come on. Otherwise, well, I don't know. It'll be a surprise. I'll take it to God and be like, hey, what do you want to talk about? So I hope you all have a great night or a great day wherever you're at in the world. And until then or the next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Every day we have something going on. Whether it's 1% with him, a His hardline discussion, or perhaps a Brandenburg Block Hour. Don't forget to check out the website www.hishardline.com. You can also find us on Podbean. But we are here six out of the seven days a week. Here just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts. To tell you how to assemble your nation. How to get your nation back restore the republic how to take accountability for your own life and to finally be Joshua 1:9 I command you be firm and steadfast do not fear nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go